Welcome, everybody, to episode two of Keep Your Torch Lit, the podcast covering Survivor Michigan. This week, we're going to be talking about uh, episode two of Victor's Valiant, titled Amateur Homicide Detective. Wow. Awesome. That's that's quite the title. I wonder who said that. You know? Yeah. It's kind of just like whenever I hear the tribe name Maison, I'm like, what? I wonder who said that. Who said that? Who said that? I, I, I can't remember, honestly, but I feel like I get the same feeling when I hear amateur homicide detective. Exactly. Like, who said that? Who said that? I don't know. Uh, just uh, to let you guys know, because we are somewhat of a new podcast, uh, my name is Sam Morris, and I am a senior at Michigan, and I was on season two of Survivor Michigan. Whoa, spoilers. Oh, no. Um, I am Jack Tickleman. I'm also a senior at University of Michigan. And I was also on season two of Survivor Michigan. <laughs> I'm Sarah Z. I actually already graduated from Michigan, and I'm working in Chicago now. But I was also on season two of Survivor Michigan. Why wow. one season? Like two, this podcast, basically two college students and some random adult yeah. lives in Chicago <laughs> and decides to call in. Some but, random. I know. I need to move way. on, but I'm, yeah. I'm never mm-hmm. gonna move on. Yeah. She she graduated from the Ross School of Business. Just, yeah. just in case you didn't know that. I did. Yeah. But, where, the school where there's a lot of you know very interesting people. Yes. <laughs> so shall we just jump right into it? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. This. Yeah. This was a packed episode. It was, it was even longer yeah. than the yeah. introduction. Yeah, I feel like a lot went down, and I'm excited to talk about this. To talk about this episode, a lot went down, a lot went up, a lot went sideways. <laughs> yeah, you know, all the directions. You know, so we we have a lot of directions to talk about. Oh yeah, so. starting from after tribal, what did you guys think about Lavana's cover up? Well, one of the best cover ups I've I've ever seen. Just just fantastic that. You know, like they, like multiple other people commented on that they just all suddenly entered this mind space at Tribal Council and suddenly flipped the target, even though that's not what they're planning on doing the whole time. Like, it, it's just amazing how much Lavana's mind skills are able to do that. Yeah, I really, you know, I guess I wouldn't expect anything less from an acting mm-hmm. student, exactly. you know, to be able to, you know, telepathically communicate with the rest of her tribe. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, something that she offers that a lot of other people don't, you know, I, I honestly think that that's like, probably something you would want in an ally because you know if it's something like a tribal council you can you can switch your vote that quickly mm-hmm. without even having to say any words so i think it's pretty brilliant how she was able to do that yeah that's insane i feel like in acting class they probably do some sort of telepathic exercises definitely i feel like that's something they would do yeah for sure so we know for sure that she is like um, I'm going to get into the computer lingo here. She has right access to other people's minds where she can tell the name to other people. But does that also allow her to have read access to other people's minds? Like, she, can she read what other people are doing? Because if she can do that, then that is just, then she is going to be the best survivor player ever. Maybe that's what the sunglasses are for. Like, maybe mm. she, she does that so she, you know, she's oh. hiding from people, yeah. you know, that she's really reading their minds. Because yeah. really her eyes are turning like just like bright purple like while she's doing this and like rolling back into her head and just oh going into the minds of the other players i mean there's no that's terrifying <laughs> that's, that's terrifying i mean that's when, when we talked about the lavana experience last week it's yeah. just something we never could have foreseen never. she could have foreseen it because she, she can also see the future I'm oh sure. my gosh wow that's, that's that's almost scary she already yeah. knows that we said this mm-hmm. that's ridiculous but i think the thing is though her allies uh cooper and akshay didn't understand this this mind yeah. reading stuff she was doing and to them it just really sounded like a really awful cover <laughs> i don't know see the thing is it makes me a little bit worried for that trio of like okay this is this has only been one week and you already have a member of like your trio that you said you're gonna mm-hmm. stick with like saying ridiculous stuff you know to other people in the tribe and so it's like on one hand is that something that starts to worry you mm-hmm. just something where you're like it doesn't really matter because jonathan and angela on the outside anyways I- i'm kind of curious what what cooper and oxley were thinking in that moment or yeah also the alexes and Kara. yeah that's true i think personally that would make me nervous just because they didn't really discuss what to talk about after as a cover-up and she kind of just went off on her own tangent and so that might be mm-hmm. sort of like a loose cannon behavior exactly but and but also that, like, if I were on, if I were one of them, I could also say that, like, okay, she's obviously making herself out into a threatening person. 
I feel like we could get votes on her if like if we ever had to like if you know once if once um Jonathan's gone if they vote out Angela next like maybe Coop and Akshay have now power to like flip on Levana to save themselves like we don't know like what her mind reading abilities will be able to do like we should, we should vote her out to be safe true yeah, you know you might want to get rid of the mind reader because mm-hmm. you never know and you know what I also feel like Levana is somebody who in the first episode talked about like never having seen Survivor or having very limited knowledge of Survivor like I remember she says something like yeah and so and so we're just like I've seen this season this season and mm-hmm. I was just like oh yeah same <laughs> when really you know she it's only fake when she wants to be. And you know, when she's talking about her survivor knowledge, apparently that's the time where she wants to be fake because, you know, she doesn't really know anything. So I guess that's something where, you know, she might end up growing a lot in the course of the game and learning a lot more. Um, you might, maybe if you're Cooper or Akshay, you could see potential for her to grow. You also might see, this is somebody who doesn't know a lot. This is somebody that I could probably, like, mm-hmm. manipulate. Mm-hmm. Or maybe underestimate you never know exactly so or maybe you just think that they're loose cannon that could end up messing things up so i feel like there's a lot there and i'm kind of curious to see how it plays out yeah and we actually get um after tribal we get a lot of the other tribe the maison tribe and Mm -hmm. i think the first meeting was uh matthew and Brittany. oh yeah yeah Yeah. i definitely i was excited to see a lot more of maison because we didn't really get to see a ton of them last week so Definitely, like, enjoyed getting to know the rest of the characters there. Because Matthew is really the only one I felt last week, like, I saw a ton of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm just, one of my favorite things about College Survivor is that you can spend a lot more time with people, even if they don't go to Tribal Council. Because there's, you can be, like, this episode was, like, an hour and three minutes. There's only one challenge. So, like, we got to spend a lot of time with Maison, even though they didn't end up going to Tribal Council this episode. Very true. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Sarah, you were talking about... Um, was it Matthew and Brittany? Oh, yeah. I wanted to comment on um, how Brittany, like, presents herself in her confessionals. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> I really like the way she, like... Like, she's a very good narrator. But I like how she kind of talks with, like, very little change and in intonation in her voice, I feel like. Like, she just says <laughs> everything with a super straight face. But, like, it's just, like, the Brittany way of, yeah. like, telling stories. It's very unique, I feel like. It's great. It's true. I, yeah. She's definitely a great character like so far that I'm excited to hopefully watch more of. Yeah. And see how she evolves. Like maybe if she's going to become more like self-conscious and assured of herself. But I, I hope it'd be really cool to see her kind of evolve through the season. True. Yeah. Cool. And she talked more about her super fan stuff this episode. And um, one of the main stars, I think, of this episode was her Nana. What do you guys yes. think? Oh, yeah. Nana, oh my gosh! So we're gonna we're gonna have to have to get back to Nana later. Yeah, because yeah. I kind of think that that Nana, um, I I would I think personally that would be a great topic for for the social our social media. Oh, oh, yeah. I I th- I don't think there's anybody else I'd rather see more of than Nana um, Silverman. So hopefully this isn't her first appearance. Her, her hopefully this isn't her only appearance this season. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see. Her more maybe maybe a family visit down the line <laughs> yes yeah absolutely oh, yeah. i would love for her to be the family visit yeah um before we get to that though i have for you guys a little bit of the insider info whoa, whoa. insider info the insider info here is that the relationships between matthew and Brittany you, you mentioned that was like shown right away and some of the other relationships shown um, on Maison and their like little six-person alliance that formed, that stuff actually took place in week one, oh. not in week two. Um, and the reason it was kind of moved to week two is in order to spend more time on kind of the storyline for um, Neela in the first vote. But all this stuff happening with Brittany and Matthew and everybody, um, you know, and Liz and Mitch and uh, what was it, Leia and Cam, uh, a lot of that stuff shown in episode two actually happened in week one. Interesting. And that was one of the things I wanted to, to mm-hmm. comment on because Brittany, like, yeah, and, you know, you guys mentioned kind of like the straight faced, a um, little bit like um, monotone, whatever, and confessionals, unsure of herself. I think that that's, I think that stuff probably is more, um, that stuff is still, I think a lot of this footage is still like week one stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. The clue. So, um, you know, I definitely do think that there's also an extent to like, there's kind of like a hump you need to get past on, on Survivor or College Survivor where you're not really used to the cameras at first. 
Yeah, I think over time you kind of get more used to it. So um, I definitely do. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's like I love Britney's monotone, whatever. The stuff she does in her confessionals, her she definitely has her own wave in the confessional. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And, I love it. Um, but I also think that like a lot of this stuff and how people carry themselves does change. People just get more used to the camera, yeah. and more confident. So that's one thing to note on too, that a lot of this stuff is kind of just like this episode a lot less is happening in the first week mm-hmm. of the game. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these Maison relationships, um, although shown episode two, I think happened even earlier, but I was really excited to kind of like delve into them more yeah. and see what was going on over there. Cause it, it definitely seemed pretty interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, let's dive into that six person alliance. So we get, we get the guys first saying that, um, they're going to come up with this plan that each of the guys is going to manage one girl. <laughs> and then they're gonna have this amazing six. Oh, of course, classic, classic. Okay. No, that was Mitch that said that. Yeah, it was Mitch. It was awesome Mitch. Business. Yeah, yeah. So Mitch is just yeah, like, no, I, I think each of us need. No, I need to get a better accent. Oh, his accent. Yeah. He he, he has he has kind of an accent. He goes like, you know, Cam, me, Cam, and Matthew. We all need to. I'll micromanage one yeah, of the girls. Micromanage. And I learned in my class at the Raw School of Business about managing. <laughs> about, about managing people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very good at managing. I think that us guys just gotta mm-hmm. go and manage them and get, get a good old golly six-person <laughs> alliance where, oh gosh, we can just kind of take care, take over the game. Um, and I think uh, my, my mom we be very proud of that. <laughs> You know, I didn't notice that Mitch had an accent until this episode, actually. I don't yeah. know what it was, but it just popped out it's at just, me. It's just really coming out. It's you a know? very wholesome accent. accent. Oh, yeah. If, that's what, like... if somehow there's a such thing as a wholesome accent, I think that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Like, it just sounds like he's gonna, he just wants to, oh, oh golly, I would just love to have a, a good old apple, warm apple pie with you mm-hmm. and my mother baked. <laughs> you know, actually, I know how to bake, too, because my mother taught me how to. And I, w- I would just love to sit down with you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And just manage an apple pie together. And just manage an apple pie together. Exactly. Almost Aww, like a Fargo accent. Mitch. You know, in that movie. Aww. He's great. Mitch is amazing. In his defense, we do have management classes in Ross. Oh, we have yeah. a lot of okay. management and organization classes, a.k.a. MO, that we have to take. So, well, you know, he's just in the mindset. He's just in the Ross mindset. Well, but exactly. I, I did think it was kind of funny how, how the guys um, definitely felt like they were the ones kind of in control of making things happen. And especially Matthew saying, you know, kind of yeah. branding himself as the mastermind of oh, this six person yeah. alliance. And he's saying like, if there's one thing that keeps me up at night, it's like, it's like the girls are working together. Oh no. The what? girls that are going to rise up one oh. day and overtake us. What could possibly be worse than that? So um, nothing, nothing apparently. I, I really hope that's foreshadowing, you know, some sort of girls getting together to get out Matthew. I think that'd be really great. We can get more into kind of some edit talk <laughs> later, but I feel like there's some definitely foreshadowing being set up with these girls kind of being like, kind of more powerful. Like, I, I really like this group of three girls in this alliance. So mm-hmm. We're talking about Brit, but um, yeah, Leia, Leia is just like, I, she's oh, just such a great character. Leia, we didn't know her that much. We're going to get into Leia later, yeah. later a um, little bit later. Yeah, Leia is great. I Go feel ahead. like the three of them all bring something different to the table. Like I feel like mm-hmm. they're not similar people. Like they're pretty different. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Brittany's like the super fan, more I feel like low key strategist, and then Liz I feel like super social Here's and like <laughs> yeah, like like I feel like she's very approachable, and then Leia's just like hardcore. I think would be super good in challenges. Like no. she just like knows her knows her shit, you know? Yeah, super yeah. competitive. I love that she yeah, beat Cooper. That was so just a great moment. Yeah, seeing them, seeing the two friends go up against each other. Cooper's like straight face. He's just like grinning at them because yeah. she just she she lives for the intensity. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's amazing. I thought it was funny because like, so the Matthew Brittany relationship it seemed like they were um, getting a decent amount of screen time um, at the beginning, and it'll be interesting to see how that develops. I think at one point Brittany called Matthew like her closest ally. Was mm-hmm. that was that true? Did yeah. I see that? Um, yeah, and. Matt also said that he felt Brit Brittany was super honest at heart and that he yeah. really wants to work with her, which I feel like is a really big compliment coming from Matt because he d- I feel like he's not someone who really likes people easily. Like he said, he didn't like anyone on Nila, so yeah, yeah. that's, that's a compliment. Yeah. You can warm Matthew's grouchy heart, you know. His exactly, he's like heart. he's like a little Grinch. Yeah, yes, he yeah, he's like a survivor Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's instead of being obsessed with Christmas, he's just obsessed with the game. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know how the, that analogy probably breaks down because mm-hmm. he actually loves the game. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just I just like the word Grinch. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'm curious about whether Matthew is closer with Brittany or with Cam. Because in the first episode, it really seemed like it was hyping up this like Matthew and Cam thing. So it's kind of yeah. like, but it didn't really show them together at all um, in the second episode. So I'm not, I'm kind of curious, like, you know, is it going to be the Hawk and the Lemur, you know, taking over? <laughs> or are they going to move over and kind of like, you know. What is Brittany? By the girls that he so wanted yeah. to, he, he was so afraid of them banding up. And then he was okay all of a sudden with like the three guys linking up with the three, well, mm-hmm. I guess managing. Mm-hmm. Managing. So, yeah. So what animal is Brittany? Oh, what animal is Brittany? Oh, you mentioned deer in the first one. I that's, I don't know. That's but I think we can give her a better one. I know. I feel like I feel like that's her episode one yeah. animal, but I don't know if I'm more yeah. for the game. Mm-hmm. So she like uh, morphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's an animorph. She's an animorph. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a. It's trying to picture like a Brittany deer yeah. animorph. Like, I don't know. Man, I, I, you know, I'm sure Jack knows computer stuff. Yeah. He's computer science. Maybe he could make that. Uh, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Maybe there's an Animorph app somewhere yeah. where you can just do that. I Maybe. feel like she's someone who slinks by but knows everything that's going on. Yeah. Like a fox. Yeah. Like fox. Yes. Like a rare, like a, a yeah. white fox. Yeah. Like a rare one. That's kind of, you a know, it's kind of looking around in the background. And albino like, one. <laughs> albino fox. No, that's perfect. I can see that, yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, it sees you, but you don't see it. So I don't know. Is, is the hawk going to go with albino fox? Is it going to go with the <laughs> humor? Mm-hmm. That's just a question to keep me up at night. Just like Matthew's kept up at night thinking about women alliances. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. So, yeah, let's get to the challenge now. So I, I love this challenge. This is a kind of classic survivor challenge. Um, but I love I really like the little twist of you can't step on the block M. You know, it's that I think oh, that was a really nice little tie in like, actual Michigan campus stuff with like the challenge. So yeah. Oh, and, and do you wanna explain the story of the M to people who don't go to Michigan? Oh yeah, it's a good idea. Oh yeah. So the story is that if you step on the Michigan M right in the Diag, which is based, the Diag is the it's like the center of campus. Mm-hmm. There's a big black M. And if you step on it, uh, that means that you're going to fail your first blue book, which is like your first exam. So it's really bad luck to step on it. It's like seen as like disrespect, you know, and there's like a legend behind it for mm-hmm. what happens if you step on it. So yeah. have you guys so. ever stepped on the M? Um, I don't think I have. Well, when I was a freshman. No, well, I was actually visiting michigan before my freshman year and we had just like as a big orientation group like went and saw this movie and there's like this really wacky movie called me and earl and the dying girl anyways it was just like blew my mind i've never seen an indie movie before but you know of course you go to ann arbor and that's like all everybody watches yeah, no blockbusters yeah here. yeah you know by the way <laughs> quick plug for anything by uh what, what was his name like they made the lobster and oh the, yeah the favorite yeah don't know his name it's like antonio largari has something I don't he know. has a greek last name yeah, but he's great. he's he's great me and jack saw this weird movie that he made and mm-hmm. our group is the only people that weren't 40 that were there <laughs> anyways i saw this like weird indie movie and i was like my mind was blown i was like talking about it i was trying to like talk to the person next to me and i was like trying to just figure out what happened and then all of a sudden they're just like uh they get a step on the m I'm like, oh, yeah. I just like walked a path right through it. Wow. I'm like, oh dude. my God. Well, I'm like, terrified. And, like, I was humiliated because I was in front of like everybody. They're like, ha ha ha, like freshmen. So, you know, wow. it did happen. Um, and did you fail your first blue book? No, I got an A, but I've failed many <laughs> other things since then. <laughs> I mean, it, was a, it was a delay. Yeah, it was a delay. It Maybe delayed. just like yeah. didn't even kick in until my junior year, mm-hmm. and then I got screwed in everything at once. But Whoa. you know, that's how it happens for some people. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not wow. talking about me. We're talking about the challenge. You know who definitely didn't step on the M and get bad luck on the challenge it was Cam. Mm. Cam with mm-hmm. the beast out there. Yeah. The thing is, Cam used the technique that Matthew was talking about in his confessional. Well, but whereas Matthew failed to do it, Cam did it perfectly. Yeah. That was that was hilarious. I loved how yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Edgar's just having a field day with Matthew, like just him saying he has. He's so confident because he has this perfect strategy, and literally he does not even try the strategy at all. I don't. <laughs> I think Cam oper- a- yeah. executes it perfectly. Yeah, 
that was just great. And maybe that's that's the thing. They they're such a good alliance. They yeah. they pick each other up, you know. Exactly. Where where Cam doesn't spend enough time at night dreaming dreaming about nightmares about girls alliances. Mm-hmm. Matthew does. Where Matthew can't execute the strategy and the challenge. Cam does. You yeah. just make a perfect pairing. It's wow, cool. you're right. I was gonna say when it was Akshay versus Nikhil, and Akshay was like, "Gotta represent our people." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I haven't seen a ton of Nikhil's of Nikhil yet, so I guess that was that was a funny way to kind of like mm-hmm. introduce him some more. <laughs> I, I I swear he only got like one confessional mm-hmm. last episode. He's wearing this only... great Mario shirt and confessional, which I love. But you know that was a great shirt. You you said that we were watching yeah. this big room with a bunch of people and it's silent, and Jack just goes. I really like the shirt that Nikhil is wearing. <laughs> Nikhil is a style icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hope that he is on more and can show us yeah. more ways that we should dress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I don't know what's the thing. Is, is him, him and Akshay, are they going to link up now? I mean, Akshay, yeah. Akshay says, you know, like, that uh, we got to represent our people. Like, mm-hmm. is that going to extend beyond um, just the challenge? Is he going to want to, like, link up with Nikhil later on? I don't know. Brown know, person alliance? We'll see. <laughs> that's something that Akshay definitely would call it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, knowing 100%. Akshay. <laughs> he, he would love it. He would probably say it every confessional, like, five times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's the Leon Cooper showdown. That was that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And or, I wonder if that's foreshadowing possible Leon Cooper showdown, you oh, know, I later would, in the game. I would love to see yeah. that. That's something that everyone would love to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I guess other than that, though, it was a pretty thorough beating down of uh, mm-hmm. Mila once again. Yeah. yeah. They were, last time they had a giant lead and blew it. This time they were just, like, completely outmatched like, from start to finish, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I, I think it's funny thinking of, uh, except for that one time where Cooper went up against Shay and it just, like, wasn't even fair because mm-hmm. <laughs> Shay just, like, couldn't even reach. Yeah. Just and Cooper just, like, kind of, like, tapped it down. That was just- <laughs> Other than that, though, it seemed like that was the only really show, real show of dominance that Neela had in the mm-hmm. challenge. Um, Shay had uh, some awesome boots, though. She might also be a style icon. That's oh, true. Man. Shay and Nikhil with style icons. Yeah. Can they just form a style icon alliance, yeah. please? <laughs> I mean, please and thank you. Fashion. They yeah. are the two that are kind of out of the majority alliance, mm-hmm. along with Jess. Mm-hmm. Are yes. the ones out of the majority yeah. alliance? We've not seen a lot from them yet. So. Which is disappointing. I mean, I love the majority alliance, don't so yeah. get me wrong. But I also really enjoy... Um, the other three, so like, and I, I feel like I haven't really got to see a ton of them because they haven't been, mm-hmm. you know, extremely ass- like essential storylines so far. So I would love to see more of them. I'm, I would love to kind of see one of them like work their way up from like being on the bottom. You mm-hmm. know, I, I think probably a tribe swap would help them out. I could say the same for Angela, who's now on her own. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's. I love the lashes at the forum, but I also like rooting for the underdogs. Yeah. And like, it's fun as it would just be to see these two six person alliances go at it. I would, I would also kind of be interested to see what happens with like these bot- people that are on the bottom right now and if they can work their way up. Yeah. So moving on from the challenge, then we come to a segment that I think is honestly one of the best edited, like funniest segments in like any college survivor season. This idol hunt is just amazing from the very start. When, you know, the text comes up on the screen, like we're watching a spy movie. <laughs> Matthew Israel tells us the exact time. He starts telling us about what the clue is and that he is an amateur homicide detective. This is where we get the title of the episode. And that he is just going to, that he is just going to completely beast out finding this idol clue. And he is just so confident like he always is. Yeah, he said it was his audition to be an FBI agent. Yeah. But I feel like last time I heard he's doing his master's in accounting, so I don't know if that worked out for him. Oh man. Well, you know, I guess I guess just kind of seeing how it turned out, you can be su- yeah. <laughs> can't be surprised anymore on how he got rejected from his uh, FBI agent. I mean, even Burt Macklin, we used to publish more as That's an true. FBI agent. That's true. You know, you know what? The FBI needs accountants too, so maybe he'll be an accountant. <laughs> for that. That's true. I think that he would be the most intense accountant that they've ever. I think that he's probably the most intense accountant I've ever met. You know, I, I have an accountant friend who lives back at home, and he's, like, the whitest person ever. <laughs> All he does is he just listens to, I don't know, I like the pop music, is what he probably would say. Is that the only accountant you know? Yes, but he's exactly, like, what I would imagine an accountant to be like. Very, wears his button-up shirts, he, 
you know, lives in West Michigan. He's he's gonna move to Naperville, wow. of all places. Naperville. That's pretty. And uh, you know, he he's what I picture an accountant being like. Matthew Israel is not what I picture an accountant being like because mm-hmm. he's a very big personality. I'll mm-hmm. say. But you know what? Um, I know some very fun accountants. So, I, I guess I'm not well, the rascal for this like you, so I guess I don't know as many accountants. So <laughs> All right. But <laughs> that's the idle thing. At first, it started with Matthew and Brittany were looking together, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that's not the, the sequence started with that mm-hmm. first, at least. And Brittany has her dog, which amazing. Wow. I, I'm all for the animals. Please have as many pets and stuff in um, the season as possible. Just, Very cute I, dog. That's another I reason think- Brittany is queen. I think your dog has more screen time than some other contestants. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's kind of true, honestly. Brit- Brittany's dog saw a little more action in this episode than some other people did. Mm-hmm. But we know what Brittany's dog did not do is find the idol. No, and um, neither did Brittany or Matt. But they did run into Mitch and Cam. No, no, Mitch. Mitch and yeah, Mitch and Nikhil. You're right. Just, just scrap that out. Make, make it so I don't look dumb. Keep that um, in. Make Sam no. look dumb. No. <laughs> so staying in. Nikhil, Nikhil finally got his moment on screen. Um, he's seen... It was this really awkward kind of moment of him, Mitch, uh, Matthew, and Brittany all just kind of standing around. And he's just like filming it like, ha, 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 look at us all looking for the idol. Where they're, where they're all like, uh, we all just got caught with our hand in the cookie jar. Yeah. I don't remember <laughs> that, but that was like a perfect way of like describing it. I'm curious if anything further will happen with Nikhil, mm-hmm. whether him and Mitch will become a real thing or whether like the rest of them will be threatened by Mitch or they'll be threatened by Nikhil. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious because it sounded like, I think it was Leia was saying how she felt pretty threatened by Nikhil. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seemed like, like, it seemed like Mitch really didn't want to associate with Nikhil and he did a mm-hmm. pretty good job of like explaining what happened. So I, I don't see Mitch working with Nikhil in the future for some reason. I just don't think he wants to. I feel like if I were them, maybe what I would try to do if I was Mitch, I'd maybe try to say, oh, you know, like, I got here and Nikhil was already looking for the idol for a while. Like, what if he already has it? You know, and he's just kind of walking around with us. I feel like that could be a good chance to maybe throw the target on somebody else, especially mm-hmm. if you don't want it to seem like you two are working together, yeah, which, they, which they really aren't. That would definitely make it clear that they're not working together yeah. if you started throwing one <laughs> on the bus. I would say I would predict that if like their tribe lost, Nikhil might kind of be the easy target, mm-hmm. which would be unfortunate for him. Like just having to run into somebody while looking for the idol ends up being the reason he's voted out. I, I do kind of feel though, like if they were to go to tribal right now, I- he would probably be my guess as to who gets voted out, just because I kind of feel like he just uh, I don't know. He he just like all like someone's got to be the target. Not of the three of them, he just like stuck out because like. He just kind of got unlucky yeah. and was caught looking for the idol. And I feel yeah. like there's a chance that the girls won't want to vote out another girl, like to keep the option of the you know five person girls alliance in their back pocket. Could be interesting. Yeah, I agree. Jess. Jess, I mean Jess showed up very late to the first challenge. Just kind of looked like the looking like it wasn't really factoring in at all, yeah. I mean, except for like one offhand comment about how like, oh yeah, well, Jess like. We were worried that Jess was going to be working with the guys, but apparently she's not, like, working with anybody or something like that. Brittany so. did mention that she was intimidated by Jess. Yeah. I'm not sure why. Yeah. I don't she know. I mean, she definitely cool. seems, like, athletic. Yeah. So I guess that could be something or you might worry about for, like, a challenges, I guess. That's true. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious about how that'll play out. So a- after they didn't find the idol, um, Matt said in his confessional, like, he had this whole theory, and he was like, could I have been wrong? Probably not, because I'm usually right. And then it switches <laughs> to Mitch, and Mitch goes, Mom, I tried my best. And that's just, like, the best character oh discrepancy, like, comparison of Matt and Mitch. That's perfect. That's so That's great. so perfect. Oh, man, I bet Mom, I bet Mitch's mom raised him to be such a nice yeah. boy. Oh, he's such that's a nice young man. I said she's so proud of, of mm-hmm. good old Mitch. Yeah. I'm sure Matt's but... mom is great, too, though. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm definitely sure that she's great and she's very proud of Matthew, um, but yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Mitch is the one that'll probably he would bake you a plate of cookies and, and feed it to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Matthew's the kind of guy that would do yeah. that. Yeah, I feel like Matthew would do the same, but have poison in the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Or it might have survivor tri- survivor trivia baked into yeah, the cookies. True, that's that true. when you eat it, you see the trivia. Uh, you need to answer it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Matthew, I know you're listening to this, so to take this as an open invite yeah. to to make cookies for us, and maybe we'll <laughs> maybe we'll you know clear your name next episode. Exactly. So, 
keep that in mind. But I did think, yeah, that was that was funny. <laughs> That, that kind of comparison. Not necessarily comparing them as people, but comparing them as characters. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, to know. exactly. Because, uh, yeah, obviously, um, a lot of these people are playing up their characters for the show, or it's gonna the show is going to highlight certain aspects of them. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that clear, too. Um, Matthew's, like we said last time, um, not the same person in real life as he is in yeah. the show. Uh, I think that's <laughs> it's definitely fun. I appreciate yeah. what he's doing for the show. But um, that is another thing to note, too, that now for so, the best part i thought of the idol scene you want to talk about leia's section oh yes, yes please absolutely go ahead <laughs> so it switches it kind of foreshadowed when matt was talking that someone found the idol what was it 1008 and 1040 mm-hmm. and so then we get leia and leia's like running like out of breath there's like there's like intense music going on and my favorite part was that she found a mop handle just somewhere when she was searching. <laughs> she started using that to whack the bushes, which I thought was a pretty effective technique because there was a lot of like sh- shrubbery or whatever mm-hmm. that was to go through. And she was really efficient. She was like whacking them aside, like no regard for the aesthetic of the building. Building maintenance is probably upset about it, but <laughs> it doesn't matter because she found the idol. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know. That was, wow. So, I'm so, I'm like, Honestly, I'm really happy that Leia found it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I feel like that's like uh, she didn't get like the most screen time, and I feel like that that's like a cool thing for her to kind of like build her character mm-hmm. and like I can I can see her definitely as someone who's a threat given her like relationship with the three girls, relationship with the six person alliance, and now she has the idol too, and she has a relationship with Cooper and, and the other tribe. Exactly, and nobody yeah, caught her looking yeah. for the idol. She. Yeah. You know, if any other four would have found it when they were yeah. looking together, they would have all known about it. But Leia's the one the person that found it, and nobody knows yeah. now. It, it just shows how competitive she is. Like, she was mm-hmm. able to just, like, run right down there, grab it, and run back before anybody had any idea. Yeah, all, all while Matthew's talking. Yeah. Know, she's out there getting it done. Mm-hmm. So that she's, was... a, she's a definition of a ninja. That's what yeah. she is. Definitely. Yeah, she's a ninja. So the ninja and the fox. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll think of animals for everybody yeah. at some point. <laughs> But, Do you guys think that Leia's going to tell anyone about the idol? I feel like I don't, we haven't really seen a lot of Leia and Cooper talking yet, have we? Like, have, have oh, not yet. But talking, they... so, like, I, I know they know each other. Like, I don't know how close they are at this point of friendships. Like, is this, Do they just know of each other? Or are they actually good friends? So... I, so maybe if they do have this good relationship, I could see her kind of telling him and if they continue to work together. But... I, I don't see her telling anybody, at least not the full six. Yeah. Yeah. She's smart. She's definitely not going to, like, I don't think she's going to blab to, like, everyone. She might tell maybe, mm-hmm. like, one or two people. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, you tell one or two people, but all of a sudden that multiplies. That's like, true. That one or two people decides <laughs> to tell somebody else. So I, it, it's, it kind of, like, goes to the, the question of, like, how smart is it to sell someone to tell yeah. someone about your idol? And like, why? Why are you telling them? Yeah. Like, is there really a reason mm-hmm. you should? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess my personal opinion is, if you find it, you probably shouldn't tell anybody. But uh, I think there are situations where it helps build trust. So. Yeah, it's also a good way to make a close relationship with somebody early on. It's like if true. you can, if somebody like shows you the idol, then you're like, wow, I know that they trust me enough to show them to show me this. So like, it, like it really kind of just depends on the situation. It depends on who you tell it to, if they're trustworthy or not. Yeah, well, I don't think we got a confessional with her about her thoughts on finding the idol. We just kind of got her finding it and like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. But like, so we'll. I think we'll have to wait till next episode to see like what her thoughts are on it. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's all of Maison we're gonna see for this episode. Oh, so. no. there's a little. There's another one more thing though. There's Matthew finding a stick and thinking oh. that he can make a fake idol out of it. Wow. <laughs> I think that was. Uh, I really hope that that shows up next yeah. episode. And uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe Nikhil will find it. Maybe, yeah. um, maybe Mitch will. Maybe one person in the six will find yeah. it. I don't know. Who knows? I would. I would love to see that stick be. It definitely. I. I was just surprised at that because it definitely doesn't look like an idol at all. It was like, oh, this could be a really good fake idol. Or just like <laughs> Matt, like that. And this looks like a stick. He's just trying to be Aussie. Maybe he was Aussie in another in another life. Yeah. Oh man, that's who great. Knows? You know, I, I don't think Ozzy. I think Matthew has thought more about strategy than Ozzy has in his entire life already. <laughs> That's so probably true. Probably has more strategic confessionals than Ozzy has in his four seasons playing Survivor. Yeah, very true. 
And one one of our friends uh, from season two is a huge Ozzy fan. Whoa, spoilers! And it just makes me think um, how Ozzy Ozzy's such a great character, but the interesting thing about Call Survivor is that like there isn't really any chance for an Ozzy to be a character because like a lot of his character was built around like him providing for the tribe mm-hmm. from like fishing and hunting and stuff that like mm-hmm. obviously is going to happen on a college campus. This makes you think of how the interesting thing about College Survivor is how like it's just a very different game. There's you're never gonna have an Aussie or a Rupert, but you are gonna have different types of people that like you know, you're also not gonna have call as many like college students with exams yeah. like on, on real survivor. And you have a much yeah. greater chance of people knowing each other and of talking to people in the other tribe, which almost makes it like a one world situation, you know. True, yeah. I mean you're never gonna have the Alexes on Real Survivor, yeah. but I mean, you're not going to have two pe- people who are roommates doing a confessional together, <laughs> yeah. which th- which we saw multiple times happen mm-hmm. in this episode. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's funny how the Alexes do their confessionals together now. Like, they don't mm-hmm. even try to be separate anymore. They're just like, no. we're going to film it together. Uh, they they want to be separate for like all of, like five seconds in the yeah. first episode. And now they're just like, they're literally hanging out yeah. together. Like, people are talking about them. It was like, oh, yeah, Alex and yeah. Alex. They have a, yeah. they're in a three-person alliance. Like, yeah. But the thing is, they're always like, I think Tarowski's always like, we didn't want this to happen. Like, we didn't want to be so closely associated. And like, everything they didn't want to happen keeps happening. Yeah. And oh, also, so bad. Oh, poor Alex's. They, they were talking about their romance. Like, there yeah. was like, they, they didn't specifically say bromance, but one of them was like, we were just like attracted to each other in the game. Well, and then I think Thal was like, like, everything about us is so similar. Like, we even have the same intonation in our voices. I feel like Tarowski kind of has an accent, yeah, too. Yeah. Tarowski has an East Coast accent. I, I'm not that good at doing that kind of accent, so I don't know. I, I am. So, for my name, I know people are from the East Coast if they say Sarah, Sarah. instead of Sarah. Yeah. And he says Sarah. Sarah. And then yeah, Thal yeah. is from the West Coast, so he's he does not have that accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Tarowski... Yeah, they, I thought I thought the two of them were really funny, especially when they were talking about the whole like Lavana, whatever mind wave sending yeah. sending messages oh, yeah. via wave wavelength thing. Like they're they're really funny talking about that. That was hilarious. So I, I'm curious about um, what will happen with them. It kind of showed this episode that like you know, they're definitely okay with being close and being in the same alliance mm-hmm. and doing confessionals together. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's start to talk more about the strategic part of it. So we know that Jonathan and Angela are on the bottom from the last vote. So let's kind of, let's talk about like what their game plan was, what they were trying to do. Cause I knew that they were down in numbers. So they had to flip it on somebody. So it seems like their core argument was just like, we um, have two votes. We'll vote for whoever you want us to write their name down. Like, yes. They're just basically human extra votes. Like just, we're an advantage for you. Just tell us who to vote for and we'll do it. That is good logic. Like, but the mm-hmm. thing is, they went to both of the threes, and then the threes who are aligned, they, like, talk to each other. And so then that's where, like, their argument becomes a little weaker, because they, like, kind of said that to everyone. But the argument yeah, itself yeah. makes sense. I mean, I can, I can see also, like, the argument makes sense, and I don't necessarily know what's... Re- I mean, I can see how it could be it could backfire if you talk to both of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the whole entire strategy is based upon the fact that you're hoping that the two threes are separate from each other. Yeah. Because if either one of them is separate, then they will go for it. Yeah. Um, the fact that they're not separate means that they'll tell each other about it. But either either way, if they told each other about it, that means they were never going to mm-hmm. flip in the first place. So I think I yeah, think that that they're, they're kind of stuck in like a... It's a there's in a bind where it's like, there's a six-person alliance, and mm-hmm. why would you make a six-person alliance a five-person alliance? I don't think that the, any of the rest of them really have a desire to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate because you know Jonathan and Angela just kind of just kind of like um, ended up in the wrong side of the vote, and now it's kind of like they don't really have a chance now. Yeah, it's just the way that it happened last time, you know. Yeah, I think they did everything they could have, and they couldn't even have because like the other side had six, so they could have split it, so they couldn't even have pulled any like fake idol thing. Mm-hmm. So I really think they did pretty much everything yeah and you know jonathan he was he was a great character yeah um during I, I love jonathan i wish he was long oh yeah me yeah. too oh yeah he was he was hilarious definitely like i'm disappointed to see him go so early i thought that he would be able to um you know form really good social mm-hmm. relationships that could kind of carry him through clearly he did with angela and the sarah and just like 
you know, ended up not shaking out the right way for him. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit more about, like, I think that what really did him in wasn't really anything this week, but it was the fact that Cooper Lavana and Akshay swung away from his three last week. So what, what do you think he could have done better, or what, what did he do wrong in um, not securing that six to be the six? I think it was because... For some reason, the plan was to, or like Jonathan wanted to vote Saul, and then mm-hmm. Saul was like, "No, I don't want to be the first one out." And then he was like, "All right, I won't vote you then." And I think when Cooper heard that story, he was like, "Well, that's not how like we want to play here." Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still a little bit like fuzzy on the exact reason that the trio swapped from Jonathan mm-hmm. over to the Alexes. I mean, Wait, actually, Akshay... um, Akshay had more info about this. Let's call Akshay. All right. All right, so we're now calling Akshay to get some real inside info. Our first more guest. inside info. Akshay! Akshay! What's up, Sam, Sarah, Jack, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, Sarah, you're, just, you're, you're on our podcast right now. Yeah, welcome to Keep Your Torch Lit, our first guest ever. I'm a big fan. I heard last week, and I was like, damn, I need to be on that podcast. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm surprised that we have fans. I personally thought that, yeah. you know, it would just be us listening to our own voices, you know, when we got bored or something, but... Wow, we actually have a, a real fan, like a real person. A real fan. This is it's true. true. Well, uh, so we don't want to take up too much of your time, but like we just, we're kind of discussing um, the first week's vote where uh, you, Cooper, and Lavana flipped over and stuck with the Alex's um, and voted out uh, Sarah. Sarah. So, what, what was kind of your, some of your reasoning behind that? Because we didn't really get a lot on the episode about why you decided to go with them. Yeah, uh, the first thing was we did lose the first challenge, so we just did want to keep a few stronger people in the game, so that kind of automatically saved the Alex's. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I don't think was really shown on the episode was Sarah was basically controlling that entire puzzle. Like, Kara and Angela, who were actually on the puzzle, were just telling, we're just listening to whatever Sarah said. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, we were just like, okay, so she effed up, got it. And then... Once we, actually, me and Cooper made up the story that Sarah and Angela may have been friends. Like, we weren't really sure, but we just pushed that story super hard. And now looking back on it and knowing Cooper had a connection with Leia, maybe that's why he was pushing it so hard. Yeah. But so we just combined everything, like, to push it onto Sarah. And then the reason we picked Sarah over Jonathan was because Jonathan was, like, pretty much acknowledged by a snake to be a snake. So we were just like, he can't work with the Alex's, they think he's a snake. Sarah could jump over if we keep her in after betraying her, so let's take out Sarah instead. Interesting. So, okay. so then, what made you want to vote out Jonathan then the next week instead of Angela? Uh, so, another thing not really being shown is I talked to Angela both the first week and right after that meeting they showed in the second episode at Buffalo Wild Wing. Mm-hmm. Angela texted me separately and we met up like right after that at the Ugly. And like, she told me she's not really associated with Jonathan. Like, she got forced to be associated with him, and she would work with me completely. Oh. So I really felt like I would have Angela if we went to Tribal again. They would be trio versus trio with Angela in the middle. So I was just like, okay. And I told Cooper that. I was like, I think I have Angela, whereas Jonathan is a snake. If we go to a swap, they'll turn on us in two seconds, whereas Angela might still stick with us. So let's keep Angela there. Oh, that makes a lot of sense uh, now. I, I saw a little bit of that in her voting confessional where she was like, I don't want to seem like I'm with, you know, the other people. But and thank you yeah. so much for like giving us some more background on that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. yeah. Like I remember watching it and going, Okay, I have no idea why we would be voting the way we are and I was living it. So <laughs> it made the episode really exciting because you had no idea what was gonna happen. You were exactly. like, Oh man, is it gonna be Kara? Is it gonna be Sarah? And it was like a yeah, that- awesome blind side. But at the same time, that first vote was fun for sure, and uh, <laughs> that was like very first vote. I, I even said in my voting confessional, I didn't get shown because it was too obvious. I was like, Sarah, I'm sitting right next to you, and I think you're about to be blindsided. This is gonna be amazing. Like it was just my fanboy came out. Oh my god! Oh my god! Amazing! Wow! Actually, what is it like watching yourself on YouTube? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching myself and being like, dude, shut up. You're so disgusting. And like, I'm making these like weird hand signals, and I'm like, I don't do that in real life. Why the hell am I doing that on camera? And it's just, I literally have no memory of anything I've said. I'm seeing things that I'm saying in confessional. I'm like, 
when did I say that? Like, apparently I caught that the Alex's might have been friends, and I don't even remember saying that. So I was like, what the hell is happening? That's awesome. That's great. You, like, black out during yeah. the confessionals. Basically. It was just, I guess it was just so long ago, and we've yeah. done, I think we're on our third season of Survivor after that. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, my focus kind of shifted. And I just completely yeah. forgot everything I did during my season. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm just like, sense. wait, I said that? I did that? What the hell am I doing? And it's just like <laughs> a domino effect. Well, can you tell us about um, how Jonathan's uh, pronunciation of Kara as Kara? Kara. Okay, so <laughs> what? I don't know what happened that week. Like, Jonathan just took out all of his anger about being betrayed on Kara. So he was like planning. He was gonna plan on just messing up her name when he wrote her name down on the vote and like literally write Corolla with like you and like ten inches afterwards. Oh my god. But then like because the vote shifted to Tarowski, he was just like, All right, let me just call her Kara and every single one of my confessionals instead. <laughs> Wait, that was another thing people were confused about. Um it was like why people, everyone hated Kara so much. Do you know like do you have any, like, insider insight on uh, why Kara rubbed people the wrong way? I 100% have insider info on why people don't 100% get along with Kara. So, Kara has, I don't want to say no filter, she has negative filter. Like, she will say anything that comes to her mind and then some, even if it could piss someone off. So, like, I know that rubbed a few people the wrong way, for sure. And, like, you don't see it much now, but it gets worse and worse later on as the season goes. So I know a lot uh, of people, and like Jonathan is very, like, he will tell you how he's feeling at all times also. Mm-hmm. So I think those two really just were not fans of each other. Interesting. Huh. That makes sense. They yeah. just, their personalities uh-huh. just don't mesh. Yeah. Well, you know yeah. what, actually, yeah. we do not think you're annoyed at all. We think you're hilarious. Yeah, we love and you. you're yes. killing it right now. And we hope that you continue killing it in the future episodes. Yeah. We'd love to Thank call you, you back and some more. Um, yes. Thank, thank you for allowing yeah. me on this wonderful podcast. And if you ever need any more insider information, even if I didn't go to tribal that week, I would love to give you some. Oh, for sure. For sure. Amazing. All right. All right. Thanks, Oxy. Right. Good luck with your podcast, guys. Thanks again. Wow, that was some juicy information we that got. Oh, man. Yeah, this is why you guys got to keep listening to this podcast. Where else would you get all this juicy <laughs> all the, information? All the juicy information, all the gossip. We're gossip central yeah. season one. So, yeah, definitely, it definitely seems like um, Jonathan kind of went wrong in the first week of just being perceived like as a snake. I think, yeah, that meeting with Thal that kind of went wrong, just him trying to like really like talk with everybody. I think, I don't know how much of it was avoidable or how much of it was like people just putting that target on him but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think it was great how he brought wine to tribal yeah though. oh my gosh oh I, my I, I, I love Jonathan so much and like I'm definitely gonna miss his like you know snarky confessionals bringing wine to tribal all his antics like, I know his antics yeah. I love how he poured it into a solo cup and handed one to Angela as well yeah. <laughs> that was great. great yeah I just I guess another takeaway I have from that is that like I think this kind of makes it seem like the best strategy to do if you know you're outnumbered that much is just don't like try too hard of trying to like break into the other thing. Like if if there's no other option, try to just sell out your other person. And I think that's what Angela did really well here is that like, you know, she made it, she made a connection with um, Akshay and that ended up being partially maybe what saved her. Definitely. I didn't think that Jonathan was definitely smart. He definitely knew Oh, I mean, he was pretty person. Yeah, he because he had a confessional talking about Cooper being dangerous mm-hmm. and like the fact that he had connections with almost everybody. I think the Alex has mentioned that too, and mm-hmm. how they're like, "Yeah, Cooper seems to be close to everybody, which is threatening." But I also still feel like he's close to us. Uh-huh. Like that's, that's a mm-hmm. crazy thing. It's a brilliant thing to be outwardly so like light and like everyone knows that you are, but they also yeah. still think they're not threatened by it. You know, Jonathan, I think he kind of saw through that. But, yeah. you know, Jonathan's gone now. Oh, sad. Oh, I also noticed, this is kind of random, but Lavana finally learned how to pronounce Akshay. She was saying Ashkay for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, she didn't remember Cooper's name or Akshay's yeah. name. They're both in their alliance. <laughs> she also mentioned, I thought it was interesting, she said that she was, like, the puppet master. <laughs> I didn't think that was like I didn't think she thought of herself like that, but yeah, I, it's interesting. It's because she she, she has she's 
knows everything. Exactly. <laughs> she's really is. Oh, right. Because of her yeah, te- telepathy. So she not just read minds or tell people things in her mind. Can she also like control minds? So she has oh, mind no. control? Is that what she means by puppet master? She can oh, literally make these people do things? Like, She's got some powers we don't know about. <laughs> for, sure. for sure. We're going to have to see if these powers be mm-hmm. revealed little by little in the <laughs> next you know, preceding episodes. Mm-hmm. So last time we said George forgot to say tally the votes, but we got some insider info that he actually did say it. It was just too windy to hear, so it got cut out. But oh, I did you. notice that this time he said, I'll get the votes, which is like, uh, <laughs> it's a so step close. up. We're getting there. Maybe next time it'll be tally the votes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'll get the votes is better than better than nothing. So yeah. working his way. Yeah, I, I still think it's crazy how they were able to like film produces only two people. Yeah, it's absurd. Like, and he's oh, yeah. not. He's also like, you know, in it because he's the host. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's ridiculous and crazy how they were able mm-hmm. to do that. Let's move on to everyone's favorite part. My favorite of part. keep your torch lit. Our social media. Social media. Social media. Okay, so previously on social media. Um, I sent Alex Tarowski uh, a connect a friend request. What do you call it on LinkedIn? Do you know Sarah Russell? It, it it's like a con- like a connection, connection request, request or something. Well, I sent a connection request, and you all will be pleased to know that I am now connected with Alex Tarowski, corporate investment banking analyst at Mizuhu Bank on LinkedIn. Wow! Yeah! Yay! Um, so. And uh, I think that we should do real quick, give him like a skill endorsement. Um, oh, what, what, is, yes. what is what is Alex's top skill? Is there like a scheming, scheming? one? <laughs> having a or roommate. Like, yeah, networking. networking. <laughs> having a roommate is skill. Um, but there's at least these four options where I can endorse him for social media, finance, data analysis, or sports. Ooh, put sports. Sports? Yeah. Sports. I think he, I mean, he hasn't performed that well on either challenge. They haven't, they haven't won anything yet. His tribe. I feel like the kind of person that would That's like true. sports. He will. So. But I actually don't know him enough to, to know what his top skill is. Yeah. I guess maybe we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, maybe there'll be a data analysis well, actually, or a finance challenge. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he wins it. Akshay requested to connect with Jack shortly oh. after this. So I think we should endorse okay, him let's, too. Yeah, let's go. Let's go endorse yeah, so Akshay. Akshay's already obviously a huge fan of the pod so um where is he all right yeah so yeah he just i have not accepted his yet so actually what fort management Jack? student at the university of michigan i am now accepting it uh live on air wow wow <laughs> that's crazy all right so what can i endorse him for hmm. well what are the options where can i endorse i don't know how this linkedin works sarah you should be doing this you're the ross oh my gosh Jack. i don't know how do you i don't even have linkedin yeah, let me let me let me go on. Sam doesn't even have LinkedIn, but he's an entrepreneurship minor. Well, that's probably something I should get then. Yeah, you know what? I'm already connected oh. with Akshay. I'm gonna endorse him as well. Oh, what is Akshay's top skill? We have leadership, easily adaptable, teamwork, and communication. Mm. I'm gonna put easily adaptable. Oh, I'm gonna say communication. I, I feel like he's communicating everything pretty well in this season. So whatever, he's, he's pretty funny. He just communicates yeah. with us some of his reasoning behind. That's um, true. Before two votes, I don't know. That's that's my opinion. I'm really curious about about Brittany's <laughs> grandmother. Yes, kind of, what kind of thing she's <laughs> up to, what right. kind of person she is. So I, she is a queen. So I am friends with Brittany Silverman on oh. Facebook, but I do not think I'm friends with her nan. So we might have to do some research. Do we know anything about her nan other than go into okay. her friends? Her, oh, okay. So and- she has family members linked. Ooh. Um, do we see a grandmother? We have grandfather. Oh, wait, we have a granddaughter. We have a grand. Wait, she has a grand. Brittany has a granddaughter. I, this may be just those silly little jokes you play in middle school. Saying, "I'll make you my yeah." Grandma. I, what if she I have does like them? five mothers right. on my. Facebook. I, I say, let's look at. The- wait, what? guys, guys, guys! In her family members, there's someone called Aaron Weingarten, which is Leia. Oh my gosh. Jewish geography. <laughs> is that the connection? The connection was that um, Leia's second cousin yeah. is her BFF. Here it says sister. So yeah, that's probably sister. what it means. Yeah. You know, sister on that's Facebook true. is BFF. All, All right. right. Let's look through Brittany. Does she have any pictures tagged with her? So no, it's, that's her mom. Can we find her grandma? Oh, there's Cooper. Oh. I'm going into her friends and typing mm-hmm. in Silverman. Wow, her oh, wait, is that, oh, is that? Is it's, that Su- it's Susie Merkel. Susie Merkel? Is that? Is that it? You found it? Susie Merkel. Is this, is this her? Is this the same Nan? 
Should we ask yeah, Brittany? Think, can you call Brittany? <laughs> yeah. Brittany. <gasps> Brittany! Hi, what's up? Welcome to Keep Your Torch Lit. How's it going? Great. We are on the social media segment right now, and we were trying to find your Nana on Facebook. Yeah, this, this is all of our burning question from um, this week's episode. Can you tell us more about your Nana? Um, so she's on Facebook, but she has a blank profile, and she doesn't use it. Uh, so I don't think you're going to find much through social media. She has a different name. She's uh, a little mysterious, then. We found Susie a miracle. Is that, is that your mom? Oh, uh, that's my mom. Her mom is Linda Merkel. Is, is what? Linda Merkel. Oh, Linda. right. Linda Merkel, the blink picture. Oh, we found she is. We officially oh. found one mutual friend, who, which is Brittany's own. Look at that. <laughs> oh, so we yeah. ended up, we ended up <laughs> doing it. Brittany was the last piece of the puzzle we needed yeah. in order to find your hand. Oh, thank Another you. successful um, social media segment. Yeah. Wait, so... And while we have you, so you, you watch a lot of Survivor with your Nana. Can you tell us, like, who, who's Linda's favorite um, Survivor player ever? What are, what are some memories from watching with her? I was like, what is her favorite Survivor player? I feel like she likes more of the classics. Like, people from really early on, like, yeah. boss, I don't want to say boss to boss. <laughs> 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 um, like, Ozzy, Amanda, Oh, yeah. yeah. Michigan Victor's Valiant. So she saw it at the same My mom is really trying to be part of this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, bring her up. you were talking about your super fanness and everything how many buffs do you own in your buff collection <laughs> so i have four books but two are sent to me for free so my dad and i have together tried valley tickets since i was 14 so that's yeah. how so george doesn't show it in the episode but i have an ins- i made an instagram account before my real instagram i made Survivor Superfan 22, but you're not going to find it online because they can't see the leader. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brittany. I don't know. You can just search me, but I don't think anything will come up. But I made that account just to reach out to contestants. There's no DM back then, so this was just like commenting on their pictures, I guess. Oh my god. <laughs> to try to get tickets. And that's where I play in online games and everything. That's awesome. That's amazing. Is that, your, that was your Instagram? Yeah, so that was my Instagram account. And I honestly, I didn't delete it until my freshman year of college. <laughs> to go back to the bus I'm really close to it. You know, so many people at CBS, CBS and called so many times that they just got annoyed by me and they sent me a huge package with like two signed posters of Jack, two bucks. Oh my gosh. Um, a hat. <laughs> I think just to like get me to stop contacting them. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow. So I think my online games. <laughs> 
It looks I, like, no, I think we found one of your online games. So, like, you, you played a lot of online Survivor before, you know, Survivor Michigan too, right? Yeah, I played from, so this is when I was 14, 15. So mm-hmm. I didn't, honestly, I may have played in a game like freshman college college. So I played <laughs> 14, 15 for that online on Instagram. Looks like you got fourth place. Yeah, we, we found Survivor's World of Heart pre credo. And it sounds like it looks like fourth place was Stacy, aka at Survivor Superfan Twenty Two. Oh <laughs> I don't even remember that game. So the main account of Credo was Survivor Superfan. I played in her games and mm-hmm. I won that. I played maybe like five games and I won three out of the five. Wow. Wow. Little self there. Wow. We'll see how I do in Survivor. Yeah. Wait, so was Stacy like your screen name for these games? Um, I guess you're, you play as a player, so I played a lot as like, who did I play as? Like Amanda. Um, oh, like an actual player. Okay. Yeah, you play as a real player, and there's basically a challenge of like just Survivor trivia and little games, and then you actually like vote people out, you try to go to the DM feature but they like, don't exist so it was just like comments on random like photos and then you decided to vote on it so you just oh have gosh. to have a really good social game basically. that's cool yeah a really good social media game uh, yeah I guess so. it's yeah wow yeah so i'm so glad to have you on this social media segment of okay. keep your torch wait also a little more inside information do you do you know the background of that of that name keep your torch lit Brittany, we would not be here right now. You would not have that podcast. Yeah, well, we would have a diff- we might be here with a different name. Yeah, we, might, we might not be here at all. Never know. Thank you so much for giving us the name yeah. and for coming on. Yeah. You are always welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we'd love to have you on when you guys actually uh, go to travel council so we can get into some strategy talk. But thanks yeah. for talking about your name. I and- would love to show you guys that I can actually speak because the whoever is <laughs> shown in episode 42 is not me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, Brittany. Bye. That's a wonder, another wonderful guest. Yeah. Two great guests this week. We are so lucky. Should we uh, finish up with some YouTube comments? Oh, of course. Yes. Um, the YouTube where do you want comments. To start? So, Ryba. They're the first thing we looked at last week. Yeah, big, Ryba. Big fan. We have thanks for watching Ryba. For a second, I was scared that Tarowski would be eliminated, but I'm glad he's still there. Well, Ryba's definitely okay. We were wondering if Ryba actually was Tarowski. Yeah. Or, or Fall, but <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, we, we found out last week that it's inconclusive, but yeah. probably not. Maybe he's just a, a, a Tarowski yeah. or an Alex Stan. An Alex Stan, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But also, the thing is, he responded to Matthew Israel's comment. So Matthew said, long story short, I should not become a homicide detective. I'm glad he was also able to take that away from the episode. But then Rival responded, you're the man, the best character and strategist out of the cast easily. Hope you go far. So it seems like he might be betraying his Alex love. And, and now he's now he might be moving on to the Matthew Israel club. Yeah, he's yeah. very into a lot of these mm-hmm. players. He's he's a fan of all of them basically. <laughs> we, we like we Rapa. big Rapa fans. I, I think it's really cool. Jonathan actually went on and wrote an entire long comment about this episode and his experience. Um, it's kind of long, so we have to read the whole thing. But like, basically, he says, you know. First, I'm thoroughly drunk right now, as you should expect from me bringing wine to the second tribal. This is completely on brand. I am literally weeping right now. I have some things to say, and you should all listen, please. So, first of all, he's kind of going back on his thing that he, he actually, Kara is, Kara is a strong, smart, and independent woman. So, you know, it definitely, I'm glad that it seems like they're able to patch things up and that, you know, make clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells us that there's so much that he did not see, like that the dream team. In quotes, was the first alliance they formed in this game, and that so I, was the dream team. Was that the original sex with Cooper? 
and Akshay and Lavana. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you said I had a powwow with Cooper, Lavana, and Akshay without Angela that lasted hours. That just so happened not to be shown this episode. And then they were the ones to bring out Zraski's name. Yeah, so oh. that's definitely some more cool inside information. Thank you, Jonathan. And then he tells us that, you know, George has this footage so the audience does not know the entire story because, you know, like, like as we said earlier, there's so much of stuff that happens in even Survivor Michigan. Even with our longer run times on episodes sometimes that you don't get, that doesn't make the cut. So, um, yeah, like, I think we all know that, like, Jonathan, like, and I, I was kind of criticizing parts of this game earlier, but that's just something I want to start doing on this show is, you know, break down why people lost. I really think, oh, yeah. John, I'm so glad Jonathan came really to play. I think he actually, like, played pretty well. And if, like, if he was able to get some more time being safe, if he maybe was able to, if their tribe was able to win some challenges, he could swap over. I could see him flipping over to the other tribe and doing pretty well. So, um, I, I, I'm so thankful we got to see Jonathan, even if it was only for two episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. He's killing it now in law school. Yeah. I think, uh, with that, we're just about good. Yeah. And we're so excited that we actually have some viewers. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And I really appreciate um, you guys actually, for some reason, be able to stand our voices for yeah. so long. <laughs> so, yeah. Keep watching Survivor Mission. Keep listening to us. Tell all of your friends about both. Um, it's been a pleasure talking with both of you, Sam and Sarah. Aw, oh, Jack. Alright, I love you guys. Love you too. Love you guys. <laughs> bye. Let's just turn into a love fest. Oh, true. No one wants to listen to this. <laughs> Alright, bye. Join us next week for another episode of Keep Your Torch Lit.